Hello and welcome to the Farming Banker Podcast. Uh, today I'm joined by Taylor Burns, my colleague at German American State Bank. And you are talking to right now the Farming Banker. My name is Jeremy Dutch. I am a commercial and uh, agricultural lending officer for German American State Bank, and I'm a farmer too. Uh, typically, I have to um, disclose that the views on this podcast are not the views of German American State Bank, but I am lucky that today this podcast is actually sponsored by German American State Bank, and I'm joined with my esteemed colleague, Taylor Burns. So, Taylor, say hi real quick. Hey, man. How you doing? Excited <laughs> to be here. I'm, uh, I'm doing good, my friend. Thanks for uh, joining me. Taylor is uh, a rising star at German American State Bank and is located in the German Valley location. He is our one of our SBA experts and also um, is putting together some uh, partnerships with solar and, and a few other things over in German American, so doing really good things out there. What I wanted to do today is just get a format together where we could just bounce some ideas back and forth or talk about examples of our, our PPP uh, loan program 2.0 that just has gone out. Um, for those of you that's listening to this podcast, if you're wanting to get into the technical um, part and, and all of the ins and outs of the PPP 2.0 program, uh, German American has done a, a really good job of putting a, a video together with um, our chief lending officer by the name of uh, Carrie Hoops. And uh, I, I don't know, Taylor, I don't know if you, how long the video is, um, but it, it's pretty in-depth as, as to the actual program, the details, qualifications, things of that sort. Um, I believe it's posted on our uh, Facebook site. Um, it's also posted on our LinkedIn site. And uh, it may be posted at some point to our um, our actual website. So if you want to know what those are, German American State Bank on LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, the website is GermanAmericanStateBank.com. Uh, you can go there and get more details of, uh, you know, the, the actual program requirements and things of that sort. What Taylor and I are going to do today is just talk about examples. And so, Taylor, here's kind of what I'm what I'm thinking of is, if you don't mind, is going through just a couple quick examples and and you kind of running through those. And so the first one that comes to mind here is that, you know, obviously we've got um, one of the, the nice uh, modifications to this program is the inclusion of business owner salaries and how you calculate that. So. Can you give me an example? You and I the other day were talking through some of this stuff, and, and so somewhat similar to that, can we give an example of what does it look like for a farmer that is a sole proprietor, uh, Schedule F income, didn't have any uh, employees, so he couldn't go with the first round. What's his option today? Yeah, so the biggest change from the first round to the second round is, um, you know, when that first round came through with that first stimulus package, the loan amount was actually based on their net profit. Um, however, the, the change for the second round is the Schedule F um, customers can now go off their gross receipts. So, um, you know, it's obviously a huge change, and the farmers that do apply are, are most likely eligible for quite a bit more, um, you know, loan amount this time around. So that was that was probably the biggest change we saw here in this this latest um, stimulus package with the the um, the second round of PPP. Okay, so 
So for, let, let's just say Taylor, Taylor Burns Farms, right? Uh, LLC, and I shouldn't even say LLC, but Taylor Burns Farms, you, you have a Schedule F, and this is obviously just a hypothetical example. But, um, and you didn't have any employees, this time around, you can qualify your loan amount based off of gross receipts, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. So just walk us through real quick, you know, how that looks. So if you take the gross receipts, um, you know, walk us through just the, you know, a hypothetical equation of how that, that comes out to be and, and what you're kind of looking at on that side of it. Yeah, sure. So if you're looking at your Schedule F, um, your gross receipts would uh, show up there on, on line nine of your tax return. So basically what you would do, so let's say I made, you know, $100,000 last year off of uh, gross income. So basically I would take 100000 divided by 12 times 2.5, and that, that should come out to a loan amount of $20,833. Um, and then, so let's say, you know, the next year, or, you know, let's say a different example is I, you know, Jeremy Dutch farms, he, he had 150,000 of gross receipts. Well, the, the loan amount is capped at the 100,000. So he would have to reduce that down to the 100,000. So he would still be eligible for the full amount, but it is capped at 100,000. So. Okay, so if, if even if your gross receipts um, are, are over a hundred thousand, you, you know you're going to fall into that hundred thousand calculation that you just went through. But at the very least, um, you you know farmers that that have not previously had PPP loans or couldn't qualify for several different reasons, whether they didn't have employees or showed a net loss, they can do this through the gross receipts, but it's capped at a hundred thousand. Uh, beginning gross receipt number, correct? Yes, that's correct. Perfect. So that's that's a major change for us. I know that um, we had a couple farmers that uh, either had one or one or two scenarios that that kind of kicked them out of the first round of this, and that was the um, they didn't have any employees, and so there wasn't a payroll that that they could really you know fall back on, and so it went into their net income, and then they showed a net loss. Um, due to, you know, whether it's prepaid expenses or not selling enough grain in that year that was held over. But this allows them to be able to use gross receipts and still qualify. So uh, a good, uh, I would say a good revision to the PPP program for the ag industry, correct? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a definitely a huge benefit to the majority of, of our customers, especially. Yep. Okay, so the the only other thing I wanted to re, kind of touch real quick on this and in, 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 into this kind of example um, where you have a sole proprietor and maybe no no official payroll, and that goes into the business side. You know, if you have a Schedule C, um, now you can qualify based off of is it your net income figure in your Schedule C? Yep. So the calculation for sole proprietors has not changed since the first round. So it is still based on your, your net income on your Schedule C, which I believe is line 31 of your tax return. So again, that, that hasn't changed since the first go round. So essentially, if you want to apply for the second round, it should be the same, uh, calculation as the first one. You know, okay. uh, you know, assuming, assuming that 2020 was a, a down year for you, you know, assuming that obviously COVID situation hit. So, 
Um, we're, we're taking it as obviously 2019 was probably a more profitable year for the sole proprietor. So, um, you know, if, if that's the case, then your, your loan amount should be the same for the second round. Yep. So I guess that's a, you know, Taylor, that's a really good lead into the, you know, really the next example I have that, you know, a company had had, um, a PPP loan in round one wants to apply again to see if they qualify for the second part of this PPP. Let's walk through that and what the, what the example is, or maybe not necessarily example, but some quick, um, one hitter type, uh, um, um, stuff that you have to look for or think, you know, litmus test that you have to make to be, see, to see if you're a part, you can be a part of part two. Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest, the biggest change, um, for the second, the second round is in any quarter of 2019 to 2020. So let's say you take quarter one, actually let's take quarter two of 2019 versus quarter two of 2020, because that's when that's when a lot of the businesses really shut down and, and when everything pretty much came to a standstill. Um, you know, so during those, you know, in comparison of those two quarters, you have to have experienced a minimum of 25% reduction in gross revenue. So okay. let's say in um, quarter two of 2019, you grossed, uh, uh, you know, $100,000 in um, income and then in 2020, the same quarter of quarter two, you gross 50,000. Obviously, that's a 50% reduction in your revenue. So you would qualify for the second round. Got it. And so obviously, you can, you can, that, that's caveat, a caveat, you know, the first caveat of even if you can qualify for a, a second round. Um, but you have, you can use, uh, it from, help clarify, can you use year over year or quarter over quarter result or are you just, um, is it just quarterly or, or, or what? what what's kind of the deal on that one? No, thank you. Actually, that's a, that's a very good point. Um, you can use, uh, any quarter of your choosing or annual sales. So okay. yes, you can, whichever one, as long as it meets the 25% reduction, um, the reduction test, then you do qualify for the second round. Gotcha. So, so the main thing is, is it you can look at year over year or first quarter of 19 against first quarter of 20 or any subsequent quarters thereafter, but they have to be in the same time period of the year prior and the current year. Yeah, correct. So essentially you, you can't take quarter two of 19 and compare it to quarter four of 2020. It's got to be the same quarter year yep. over year. Yep. Perfect. And so uh, kind of the last little uh, thought that I have on this, um, and, and I'm, I'm going to open it up at, at some point here for you to add anything else that you want is that, you know, the one thing that, that that's also been a little bit of a change, um, that, that, that's, you know, I think a, a well, worth talking point here is that those that have taken the first round and already have had forgiveness and that also receive those idle proceeds, those were netted out. Um, it sounds like that this new revision is it, um, the process is, is that that's not going to be the case. And, and I know that this is hypothetical. We talked about this yesterday. Can you give me your best guess as to how to handle that for anybody that for whatever reason, had a PPP balance left over due to netting out, you know, some other COVID grants. 
Yeah, we did. We did officially receive um, receive word that those are to be forgiven. Those idle advances. We're just not exactly sure how yet. So we're still waiting on SBA to provide guidance for us on that on that part of it. Um, however, it's it's important to to understand that this through the latest stimulus package, they did get that fixed. So if you do apply for the second round, that idle advance will not be deducted off of your your paycheck protection round two forgiveness application. So that's yeah. not going to be an issue for the second the second forgiveness application. Yeah. So let's real quick. I'm just going to walk through an example and, and feel free to jump in and correct me anywhere I'm wrong. So let, let's say that Jeremy Dutch Farms um, had a ten thousand dollar PPP loan. Um, and I got a $1,000, uh, idle grant. Um, when I went to, and I used everything, uh, you know, according to the program, used it for payroll, um, that type of thing. Um, if I had previously before the year end, um, had, had applied for the forgiveness, uh, they would have forgiven 9,000, but had left a thousand dollars out there in the PPP loan because of the idle grant I took this time around. Um, and, and, and there is a process that at some point we're going to get more guidance on that takes care of those idle grants and, and basically washes that out and forgives that as well, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And to, to kind of help, help with that, we extended the payment due dates well into this year. So, um, that way it gives the SBA enough time to, to hopefully re- revise the guidance and, and provide us the funds to forgive the, the rest of the idle advances. Gotcha. Perfect. So I'm going to open it up to you now to tell anything else around PPP that we need to know. Anything else with round two or anything of those lines that you want to kind of um, share with us, do it now. Yeah, uh, I think two big things. Um, the first one being that uh, there's some confusion on whether or not that the uh, borrowers can apply for a uh, a second draw application, even if they haven't applied for forgiveness or received forgiveness. Um, you are eligible for the second draw application as long as you have used the funds from round one or will fully use the funds from round one. So I think that's an important distinction on because uh, yep. there has been con- some confusion and, and we've gotten plenty of phone calls on that part of it. Yep. Um, the The other thing I'll say is, um, obviously, SBA has opened it up for the community banks um, basically from today through Monday. And then starting Tuesday, it's going to be open to the, the larger banks. So we do recommend getting your, your applications in as quickly as possible so that way we can underwrite them, um, you know, make sure all the documentation is there, um, and then, you know, be in touch with you if we do need additional information. So that way we can get you uploaded. Um, and try to get funding in as quickly as possible before Tuesday because um, our fear is that as soon as it opens Tuesday, um, it's just the, the money is just going to be blasted through. So, yeah. um, you know, we do, do encourage you to try to get it done as quickly as possible. Um, again, if you have any questions at all, just feel free to, to reach out to us. You know, we're more than willing to help. And, um, again, Jer- like Jeremy said at the beginning of this this podcast is, uh, there's there's that video that Carrie posted on on uh, all of our social media sites, so that's that's definitely a a, a good resource to to reach out to or, or to look at. And um, again, if you have questions, just just feel free to reach out to us. 
Perfect. Well, I think that's a, a good lead into this part, uh, closing it out here. Real quick, Taylor, um, give the audience, uh, if, if they need to get a hold of you for PPP or anything like that, you want to share your contact information or how they get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't, I don't have a direct number. So, uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can either call the, uh, the GV branch, uh, at 815-362-2310. And then you can just, you know, obviously ask for me and I'd, I'd be happy to walk through it with you. Otherwise, my, um, my email is tburns at germanamericanstatebank.com. So, Again, if you have any questions, I'd be happy to walk through it with you. Um, again, we're, we're here to help and, and, uh, you know, we make sure to, to treat everyone as, as one of our own. So. Sounds good. Well, Taylor, thanks again. I appreciate it. Um, you know, again, uh, your information and getting this out here and putting it in a format with some examples, I, I think is really helpful. Uh, we're going to conclude this podcast. I just wanted to say, um, uh, you know, if you, you need to get in touch with me, um, we are uh, able to be reached at uh, my website, which is uh, www.farmingbanker.com. Uh, my email is jeremy at farmingbanker.com. Um, or you can visit me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All the handles of those three are Farming Banker. Um, and uh, just a couple things coming down the line. Uh, last year, I kicked off this podcast. This year I'm kicking off a blog, so make sure you go to my website and uh, start reading on these blogs. This uh, latest blog is uh, five tips to make the renewal process easier. Um, and then we also have the uh, Saving the Farm podcast series getting released. It's a little bit late in production, uh, but it's going to be released here in probably, I don't know, two, three weeks, um, and we'll start that four-part series. So thanks, to everybody, for tuning in, and I hope you guys have a good day.